0: Today's scripture reading is John 14, verses 15 through 27. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. This is the word of our Lord.
1: Good morning, church. As we have been mentioning since the beginning of this service. Today is Pentecost Day, and uh, we are going to be praying this morning that the Lord will use His Spirit this morning, and will fill our minds, our hearts, and we will receive um, from Him, and He will remind us the words of Jesus uh, today let's open uh, this uh, time with a word of prayer lord we come before you and we ask you that you will remind us the words of jesus and that your holy spirit as well will give us the power to listen to your word and to obey it and to put it into practice And we pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We have all heard of personal trainers or personal assistants of uh, some kind, right? These are people who help us to achieve uh, our goals wherever they might be. Uh, If you need to lose weight, if you want to get fit, if you need financial advice, they are there to help you. Some people even hire personal chefs to prepare food customized to their metabolism. There are many different, uh, different types of trainers, assistants, financial or legal advisors, as many as there are needs. And let us not talk about how much it costs to have a personal whatever. Because sometimes a personal trainer can be so expensive that it, that it is almost just for celebrities, just imagine the cost of a private chef to cook for you every meal. How much it will be cost. But today's scripture tells us about a powerful promise we receive from Jesus before he went to be with the Father. Jesus promised he was going to do something for us, for all of us, his disciples. And in John chapter 14, verse 16, we read there and says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever another helper is the word paraclete in greek and it means somebody call alongside for anything you might need yes anything this helper can be an intercessor he can be an advocate an encourager a teacher. He is a helper that comes alongside us for anything we need. Someone with more wisdom, with more truth, with more power. Someone with more experience than we have. Someone infinitely more than us on all levels of capacity. Someone who does not charges by hour and leaves us when His work is done, but who is available for us forever. Don't you think that that is a powerful promise? This Helper is personal and eternal. He does not only cover one area of expertise. He covers all areas of our lives we might need help with. He is the comforter in any difficulty. He is the counselor in all areas of life. He is the teacher in all fields of knowledge. Can you imagine that? The helper does not have limits. This is the helper that Jesus promised to all of us, his disciples. But if we go back a couple of chapters, we will see the context in which Jesus is making this powerful promise. Jesus and his disciples are together just before his crucifixion. It is Thursday night in the Holy Week. Yes, the next day is Good Friday. The next day, Jesus will die on the cross. So, the disciples know by now that their teacher, their leader, their comforter will die. And Jesus himself told them that he will be arrested, that he will be beaten and mistreated. He will go through a trial and he will be crucified. He said to them that he would rise again and go back to his Father in heaven. But for the disciples... This was not good news. Look at what John chapter 13, verse 1. Verse 1 says, verse John chapter 13, uh, one chapter before, 14 says in verse 1 Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had to come to the part out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them too to the end. When Jesus knew that his hour had come, this is what he did. First, he washed the disciples' feet. Then, he told them about the one who will betray him. And then, he gave them the commandment to love one another. And to finish in this chapter 13, he predicted Peter's denial. So, imagine all this in one night. Can you imagine how his disciples felt that night? Their emotions were a roller coaster up and down, at speed too difficult for them to assimilate. And this is why Jesus, in the first verse of chapter 14, if You go and read the verse one of chapter 14, Jesus started to talks to them in a gentle way. Look what he says in verse one, "Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me." Stop letting your hearts be troubled, Jesus said. I am going to help you, and I am going to deal with this immensity of emotions and feelings you are dealing with right now. The disciples were feeling frightened, of course. They were fearful, no doubt. They were anxious They were doubting. And all this was understandable. Jesus really understood how his disciples were feeling right there in that night. But Jesus was about to give them a powerful promise. The promise of a helper. Thinking about this... I realize that this is not far from our present reality in this year, 2021. Many of us are in the same place of the disciples of Jesus. Many of us have many questions about the current situation of the world and the future. How many of us are afraid of change and uncertainty? How many of us are fearful of isolation and of losing control? How many of us are anxious and longing for meaningful relationships? We are in the same situation as the disciples of Jesus. Many of us are wondering when, when Jesus will come and put all these things in order. Many of us, at least myself, many of us, we are afraid of covid We are anxious about the vaccine, probably. We are wondering, which is the best, best vaccine that we should choose? These, 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 or these? Or we are wondering, should I do it now? Or should I wait? What will happen to my family that lives far away? We are wondering, when will, I, when will I be able to see them? Or maybe, what about the economy of the world? But maybe, what about the war in the Middle East? What is the meaning of all this that is happening right now to all of us? And some of us have wonder how much longer our mental health can withstand the stress the point the point here is that as jesus knew his disciples condition before his death and resurrection Jesus knows our condition today before his arrival for a second time. And the same promise, the same promise is available for all of us. Back then to his disciples and now to his disciples, to all of us. Listen carefully again how Jesus starts chapter 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. But before we continue looking closely into this beautiful and powerful promise, let me briefly discuss a condition or a qualifier to have access to this promise. If we look in verse 15, that is in the, in the reading scripture for today, we see this, verse 15, If you love me, you will keep my commandment. You notice that? if there, that's, that is a conditional. That is a qualifier. So before he starts to talk about this helper in verse 16, what Jesus is saying is in verse 15, okay, I will send my helper to you, but the condition is if you love me you will keep my commandments. At first, I ask myself, why is that statement there? Why does he make that statement before he starts to talk about the helper? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Why is that there? And the answer is because this statement tells us to whom this promise is given this promise is given to those who love him and to those who keep his commandments this promise is not for everybody It is only for those who love Jesus and keep his words. In simple words, this promise is for those who love Jesus and obey him. If you notice in this scripture for this morning, this statement is repeated in our text four times. The first one is in verse Fourteen. But if you go with me and we read verse 21, again, Jesus repeats the same. So he's talking about the Holy Spirit, and then he comes back, and he says in verse 21, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. Do you see? Love is... And obedience are connected. But then in next in the next verse 23, we read again the third time. If anybody loves me, he will keep my commandments. He will keep my words. I'm sorry. Again, love and obedience. And then, in verse 24, the fourth time, Jesus said the same, but in a negative way, in a negative form. You see, whoever does not love me does not keep my words. For Jesus, this was very, very, very important. He's talking about the helper, but he comes back and he says, okay, but if you love me, you keep my commandment. If you love me, you will keep my words. And if you don't love me, you will not keep my words. And then he continued talking about the helper. But you see, this is a conditional. How, how do we know that we Love that we are Jesus' disciples. How do we know that we are disciples of Jesus? And the answer is because we love Jesus. And in consequence, we obey Jesus. There is, you know, there is a result there is an evidence in you if you claim to love jesus there is obedience the apostle john the same apostle who wrote the gospel of john later he wrote an epistle called first john and second john and third john and his epistle years later John reminds us the same things that Jesus was saying in chapter 14 of the Gospel of John. If we go to 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, look what John is telling us then. And by this, says 1 John 2, verse 3, And by this, we know that we have come to know him. Talking about Jesus. If we keep his commandments. You see, the Apostle John, who was there in the last night with Jesus, he is reminding us, the same words that Jesus was telling him. He's saying and by these we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. And verse 3 says whoever says I know him. You see the negative way. If whoever says I know him but does not keep his commandments he put it There, in another words, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. In chapter fourteen, we find a very interesting verse. Says verse six, chapter fifteen of the Gospel of John: "I am the truth. I am the life." and I am the way and here the apostle John is telling us whoever says I know him but does not keep his commandment is a liar and the truth who is the truth? Jesus is the truth so Jesus is not in him you see here again we find the same pattern love and obedience love and obedience so it is at this point it is at this point we need to ask ourselves am I truly a disciple of Jesus if I am Do I love Jesus? If I do, then I want to obey Him. And therefore, the powerful promise of the Helper is for you and is for me. But, if at any point when you ask yourself these questions, you find that your love for Jesus does not lead you to obedience, then know that He is calling you to make Him your Master and Lord, and then He is offering you the opportunity to become His disciple. Because this is the condition for you to receive the helper. But then, once we become his disciples, this is the promise. And if you go with me to the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 18... He says this, I will not leave you as orphans. Wow. Then, he says, once you are loving him, once you are obeying him, he says, I will not leave you as orphans. And then, verse 26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said, all that I have said to you. Do you see? This helper is not with you sometimes or a couple of hours a day, but forever. The Holy Spirit is available to you to be your teacher, to be your comforter, to be your Advisor, the one who knows what to pray when you have no words. And if you love Jesus, the Holy Spirit is there for you every minute of the day, every step of the way. The Holy Spirit will be the one who will help you to fight the temptation the holy spirit is going to be the one who will draw you closer and closer to god and will bring the words of jesus to your mind so you can obey him spirit of god will teach you the spirit of god will tell you how to worship God in spirit and in truth. The spirit of God will hold you fast in times of trouble because he is the helper. He will guide you. He will make provision for all your needs. And He will guide you into God's will for your life. What a tremendous promise do we have. The question, the question for all of us is do you know That the Helper is available for you 24-7 and then for the eternity? Let me close with one more thing that the Spirit does for you and for me. And we read it before in verse 20-26. The second part of verse 26 says, he will teach you all things and he will bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And do you want to know what are the words that, the, that he will remind us of? Well, if you want to know, join me and read the verse 27. Luke which are the words that Jesus is going to remember us? Verse 27 Peace, I live with you. My peace, I give to you. These are the words that Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will remind us. 2025 years later the Holy Spirit is here to tell you peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Jesus didn't leave for us a bank account. He didn't leave for us his robe. He didn't leave for us nothing material, but one thing, his peace. And the Holy Spirit is available for you and for me to remind us these words in the middle of the circumstances that we are living in right now. And he's not as the world gives do I give to you. And as he begins chapter 14, he closes this part of the Holy Spirit, says, let not your heart Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. This is the cherry on the cake. For you and for me. On this Pentecost Sunday, the Spirit of God is available for you and for me remind us that the peace of Jesus is for you he leave his peace for you he give peace for you may we let the spirit of God remind us not to be troubled or not to be afraid but to have the peace of Christ that surpasses all understanding. No matter, no matter what the circumstances are in your life, the Spirit is now here to remind us that we have Jesus' peace with us. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And thank you for this amazing promise a helper another comforter the spirit that will remind us your words the spirit that will bring to our minds to our hearts in times of trouble in times of difficult circumstances that your peace has given has been given us is your gift for all of us for all of us who loves you and for all of us to the, the ones who obeys you we pray Jesus that in these moments that we are living in right now the Holy Spirit we'll saturate our minds, we will saturate our hearts with the peace that Christ lived for us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing together, Carlitos.